Hi, welcome to The Drive with Dan Adelko. That's me. All right, so on today's episode of The Drive, I wanted to talk a little bit about, and this applies to honeypot marketing. It also applies to several other projects that I've got on the go right now involving both business development, like building a business from the ground up. One is called The Sports Market uh, that I'm doing with a great team. Uh, the other one is Genuine Media, uh, and and they all have similarities. And the similarities lie in the concept of, you know, building a team, providing a value. Like, that's really fundamentally what it comes down to. All of these businesses, every single one of them, are service businesses fundamentally. And there's a big side of me from my history uh, whether you know me or not, you will get to know me hopefully by by listening to The Drive. I started as an entrepreneur. I'm 51 years old now. I started when I was 19 years old and I had a Japan camera center in a place in Kitchener-Waterloo, Ontario uh, called Market Square in a very depressed downtown core. And I had a Japan camera center. That's a different story for a different day. But I have been involved in retail and service businesses pretty much my entire life. So whether you're in professional services, whether you're a lawyer, whether you're a doctor, whether you're an accountant, bookkeeper, I mean, I really kind of draw the lines across the board and look at it and say, everybody's a service business. I mean, fundamentally, when it comes down to it, whether you have a SaaS startup that's you know bleeding edge, uh, in the heart of uh, Silicon Valley North, or you're in the Mars district of Toronto, or you're in Silicon Valley, or in the heart of the meatpacking district in New York, doesn't really matter uh, where in the world you are. You are all service businesses. I really actually firmly believe that we are all service businesses. And as such, our capital and our value that we provide to our clients is one of, of, of packaging and showing real value. And the way I approach it personally is through the value of my experience, my team's experience, the team that we're building and we have built at Honeypot Marketing as an example. And I really firmly believe that regardless of your business, again, you could be across all sorts of different sectors. So I really feel that the the dots connect on this conversation is the true cost of one building a team to creating ongoing value for your clients. And and it'll, I couldn't even say that properly. So, you know, I'm not going to re-edit this. I'm just going to kind of continue on. But you have to look at as a business owner, two models that you can go with in terms of building your business. And I'm going to approach it as one of a service provider. One in the last episode, I talked a lot about the difference between a service provider and a partner, and I really believe that with Honeypot Marketing, for example, we value partnerships. And just really briefly, go check out that episode. It's the last episode here. I think it's episode, you would call it probably two uh, of the Revive Drive. Um, but where I'm going with that is that you, as a client partner, you work closely with your clients. You challenge them, you work with them, you understand their business. We go deeper, I think, than a lot of marketing agencies ever really would. We really do value that relationship. And I wouldn't say that we're friends in the collegial sense. We don't hang out 
but we are very friendly and I feel like we go deeper and that's, that's intentional and that's part of the model. So having said that, let's kind of take a quick look and talk about what's the difference between hiring your own staff, and I'll use marketing as the example, versus turning to a trusted partner, hopefully trusted like Honeypot Marketing would be for a series of clients, because there's always two options. The option number one is you hire and build internally yourself. And these are conversations that I have and that we have at Honeypot with our partners on a regular basis. In fact, we encourage it through our grow programs. Um, we encourage and discuss from day one the fact that you may want to consider building some amount of an internal team for marketing, for digital marketing. All marketing is digital, by the way. You may want to build that team in-house. And that's not a bad way to go. I would never dismiss that idea of building it in. But it comes with a lot of tripwires. It comes with a lot of landmines. Not first and foremost of which is your time as a growing business. And depending what point you're at on the spectrum of an SME, a small to medium enterprise. Once again, I'll go back to this. In Ontario alone, 97.8% of all businesses have between 1 and 99 employees. On that spectrum, within that 97.8%, the vast majority of those businesses have between 1 and 20 employees. Um, and so, you know, we're talking to the vast majority of business owners and entrepreneurs out there, I think, uh, in this conversation. So thing number one to really kind of consider is what is the true cost of onboarding an employee? And it goes way beyond, way beyond that salary that you may be thinking of. So let's talk about sp the specific idea of the Honeypot Marketing Grow programs. And this is not a sales pitch. Uh, this is really just laying it out there with a typical example where we could look at, okay, you have two options, right? Our Grow Plus program starts at $3,500 per month, and we have a program called the Grow Pro program, which is slightly larger at $5,000 per month. So we've got those two. I'll use $3,500 as the kind of metric or the, the stake in the ground for this conversation. So $3,500 a month, let's call it plus HST, on a monthly basis for a team of 16 that span strategy, communications, web development, social media, email marketing, keep going down the list, design both uh, traditional like print signage, but design for social, design for the internet, design for mobile, keep going down the line, right? So we have a full service team, copywriters, that kind of thing. Now, if you're thinking, hey, that's expensive, then we would really want to do a fair comparison. And I'm actually going to put together a Google sheet that I'll share on the website at danadelco.com forward slash the drive, the dash drive, where you can actually put this side by side, make a copy and work the numbers yourself. Because I've worked these numbers for a long time and I feel like I've, I've put the thought process into it. So, you know, I would say that the average starting salary reasonably for a professional, and we'll call it a new grad, Let's call it two to three years experience. You're not getting a, a brand new graduate, although that's never a bad thing. You're going to bring somebody in at minimum in Ontario in December of 2023 
I would say that, you know, you, you'd be looking at, say, 42000 a year for a salary, okay? Now, I'm literally, I have to start up my calculator here, and I'm going to do that because I'm doing this on the fly. But if I did 42000 uh, actually, I'm just going to Google it. So 42000 salary uh, biweekly. So biweekly on a payroll, you're going to look at... Uh, well, it's $3,500 per month, $1,615 per two weeks. Now, that's reasonable. That's what pretty much exactly what you would get with a Grow Plus program. However, now let's start to look at the costs associated that are maybe uh, soft costs, hidden costs. So number one, and I'm looking at the ADP website here, on average in Canada, it costs $4,129 to find that person to find the right person to fill one position let's call it a marketing manager and then on average so that's another four thousand one hundred and twenty nine dollars right so let's add that to forty two thousand that takes us to forty six thousand one hundred and twenty nine dollars for an average uh for then though this is for an average so we start to tack that on then let's say it takes 42 days to fill that open position well that's unrealized momentum that you don't have during that period of time so that you would take a month and let's uh, let's start to do that um, and again the point here is to really kind of try to break down what the real cost is when we look at it fairly and so what's the real cost of having that employee right so we got 42,000 we have 4129. We're going to call it $3,500 for that first month. And I'm being generous. I'll just round that off to $3,500, right? Now, let's be realistic, right? The first month of someone being in a position, onboarding is a challenge. It's a challenge for you as a business owner. And it's a challenge for your new team member to be productive, to be effective, to do what you want, like to, to achieve those goals that you set with your team member. So, you know, Okay, let's give it one more month, just to be fair. That's unrealized potential. I mean, at that point, you have very little momentum. That person is learning about your business. As a leader and as, say, a manager, you have to devote the proper amount of time to onboard that person in a way that makes them effective. Because if you don't do that, they become deflated, frustrated when they should be excited, and everything else right? Now I'm going to keep a running tally here on my little spreadsheet. And it's, trust me, it's nothing fancy. It's nothing that uh, uh, anybody couldn't do with a very basic spreadsheet, but it's a thought experiment. So let's kind of go down that road. So here we are. I'm now at $53,129 per year. That started at $42,000. Then $4,129 for the time for the job search. That's your time. You know, you've got to devote that. Or a senior team member, especially if you're spinning that up, then you've got that $3,500. That's a 42-day, on average, 42 days to find the right person. You rush it, you find the wrong person, then you're in a bit of a jam. So you lose $3,500 out of that. Then month one, productivity is going to be about as low as it gets, and it's going to scale up from there.
Okay, so here we are. We're at $53,129. Now, we also have to take into account that that individual is going to be getting two weeks of vacation. I don't think that that's unusual. Then we're also going to say that on average, and again, we're kind of ballparking it here, uh, two more weeks where that person will be sick during the year. And that would then give us another $3,500 on a monthly basis, being very generous. That's $56,629. So we keep going down the line, right? Because we have some more things we do need to calculate in this uh, this little bit of a view. Um, uh, if we keep going there, these people... Now, I'm not going to go down and, and detail every single thing here. Um, so we have right now we have the time to hire at 42 days. We've got that unrealized momentum. I'm rounding it down to one month for an additional 3,500. Month one of that person starting up with your business is another $3,500. Then next up, we've got two weeks of vacation and two weeks of sick time. That is now $3,500. So according to my rough calculations here, we're at $56,629, but you started at $42,000. Meanwhile, with a trusted partner, you're, you're sitting there at $3,500 per month, every month or $42,000 per year. That number doesn't need to change. Now, that's one person, right? So there's some other benefits here. Then looking it up, and feel free to look at it, and I'm going to be generous. I'm going to say between 1.2 and 1.4 times, and I'm going to use 1.2 as the metric for that $56,629 is the true cost of that employee, but we haven't gotten to payroll and payroll taxes yet. I'm talking about carrying the cost of that employee. So here we go. Now we're at $67,954.80. Again, I'm ballparking it. I don't mean to I don't mean to be too, you know, detailed in that number, but I wanted to be fair about it. But then we also have to think of taxes administration, payroll, CPP, EI. Health insurance also has to be taken into account. So right now we have a health spending account which is superior to traditional medical insurance. Um, I believe right now I want to say it's $300 per month that is contributed by uh, the business for the employee in addition to that into the HSA. So let's do 300 times 12. That's going to give us another $3,600. Okay. So now your $42,000 comes in at $72,649, substantially more than what a retainer would be for a Grow Plus program. Now, that's not it because with Honeypot Marketing, for example, and again, this is not a sales pitch, just calm down. What I'm doing is I'm using this as an example and I'm sure if you were to take your business and look at this, you would also find the exact same thing just in different ways tactically. We use a lot of software as a service, so um, I'll use some names that you may be familiar with. HubSpot, um, uh, Hootsuite for social media, HubSpot for CRM, you know, keep going down the line. I'm going to be really generous here, and I'm going to say it's $1,000 a month, right, times 12, right? 
so 12 months in a year. That's very typical. We are exponentially more than that. Well, I wouldn't say exponentially, but it's pretty close. It's a big overhead for our little business at Honeypot Marketing. For software as a service that supports the functions, and it's everything from Adobe Creative Suite to Canva to HubSpot to WordPress to hosting to, you know, email services from Google Workspace. Like, keep going. Our Google Workspace alone is a few hundred bucks a month. Um, that's just to get Gmail for business, calendar, drive, those kinds of things. That's 300. That's 30%. So I'm going to round it out to $1,000 a month. And that's low. That's going to be low. Because when you engage with a professional service provider, you know, you're taking advantage of the tools, the team, the experience, the the standard operating procedures, all of those things, none of which you have at this point, right? So we're going to have to add $12,000 to our 72649 right? Now, Again, this is going to take us to a place that you probably maybe didn't realize. This is still like $84,649 is what we're at. We are literally double where you started with that single employee. Now, here's the thing. In my particular case, we do a daily stand-up. We do water coolers on Friday afternoon, Christmas parties, birthdays, you know, team building, culture building, all super important to the health of the business and the health of the people that run our business. I'm a firm believer also in the fact that I don't work for my clients. I work for my team and I have to work for my team because they need to be happy because if they're happy, the clients are happy. And it really is that simple a metric. So I've learned a lot about that. I've grown. I've maybe in the past not been the best. Go ahead and Google it up. Uh, but I'm learning, I'm growing and evolving as as a business person to really understand how to do this, just like with everything, like I mentioned with finance. But you need, as a business owner, then you need to manage that person. You need to manage their happiness, their productivity, their skill set. How long does it take until an employee of yours as an entrepreneur or as a business owner knows and is as fully engaged with you because this is your life. This is your everything, your business, right? Well, I think the expectation should be that an employee may never get there, nor should they, right? Because you can't have that expectation foisted upon somebody that is, you know, in a career path that's different than what you may be undertaking. So looking at that, you have got to spend the time on a daily, weekly, monthly basis consistently to help them achieve the goals that you want. Now, that's one person versus 16 versus a fully tooled agency that has over 21 years of experience. Sounds like a sales pitch. I know it does. But if you map that to your own life, to your own business, and how your employees relate to you, I think you can see professional services for the small to medium business or the small to medium enterprise, whatever label you want to put on it, you should be leveraging professional services from trusted partners. It's super important, whether it's marketing, payroll, human resources, accounting, bookkeeping and finance, tax strategy. Um, keep going down the line. You could think of so many things. Um, it's the same thing as you can DIY it. 
at home, you can learn how to put an electrical panel, I suppose, but you're going to have to get a master electrician to come and look at it and you don't do it every day. And that's the key. That's the point. Really take a good, hard, analytical look at the cost of hiring in one employee. Now, if that person leaves for whatever reason, whether they're happy and just decide to take a different career path, I'll be quite honest with small businesses quite often and rationalize this. It's okay. It's not their dream job. It's a pathway to their dream job. In my case, that job may be at Facebook, Desire to Learn, Google, Shopify, Keep Going, Axonify. These are big, big companies and congratulations to them, right? But the reality is, is if we have turnover, which we will and which we do, we have to build the resiliency into the business to handle that because if you have a key employee that decides to move on, that can be painful. It's a lot more work and it's a lot more time. So that even that cost of $84,649, which is effectively double. So it comes down to whatever you think you're going to pay for that one person, double it because that's where it's going to lie. So some food for thought as we head into a weekend for a business owner, for an entrepreneur. I believe this. I have a lawyer, an accountant, bookkeepers. I've got trusted advisors. I invest in them personally. I do believe that at some point in a lifespan of a business, and maybe I'm wrong, but in my experience, go to the trusted advisors, save yourself the time, save yourself the headache, get their experience, leverage it, lean into it and use your trusted advisor network to help you grow your business. All right, that's it for The Drive for today. Stay safe out there, friends, and we'll see you next time.